the city of Providencialis. Here is tonight's Nations Report with Zoya Fessler. Well, it's Thursday, one step closer to the weekend, July 13th, 2023. Here's a preview of the news today. TCI records its second road fatality. TCHTA trains over 500 hospitality workers. New minister appointed in St. Vincent and the Grenadines is 33 years old. Black Lives Matter movement marks 10 years. A look at sports, Red Cross Red Hot Challenge, a success. And a look at the weather forecast. Join me for those stories and more. Welcome listeners and thanks for tuning in to the Nation Station, RTC 89.1 FM. I am Soya Fassler. Today, July 13th, a young man is dead following a vehicular accident along the Millennium Highway in Blue Hills, Providenciales. An initial police report stated that at around 1.14 a.m., the police control room received a call that a road accident had occurred. The Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force and fire officials were dispatched to the location in the vicinity of Chicken Shack. Two vehicles, an SUV and a single motor car, were seen when officers arrived. The SUV contained several individuals whose airbags were deployed and were alive. The occupants were rushed to the Cheshire Hall Medical Center, where they received medical attention. The other vehicle was overturned, and its male driver was lifeless. The Traffic Enforcement Unit is continuing its investigations. And the Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force is reacting to a video circulated on social media of a long line and irritation at the police records office. Officers are stating that the recording creates an inaccurate representation that does not truly reflect the distribution of police records. For clarity, the distribution of police records commences at 9 a.m. and concludes at 3 p.m. Monday through Fridays. From 2.30 p.m., numbers are given to applicants and this system was implemented for a structure to be in place as there are individuals who come after 2.30. Such individuals refuse to join the line and wait their turn, often pushing and shoving applicants already in line and crowding the records unit door, demanding their documents. In several instances, such persons are not in possession of any documentation showing their online application or proof of payment of the prescribed fees. The Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police in a press release stated that had the person who took the video stayed 10 minutes longer, they would have witnessed all genuine applicants being catered to and dealt with professionally and the line minimized within that time frame. The Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force is continuing to make strides in the improvement of delivery when obtaining police records. Now, the Turks and Caicos Islands Hotel and Tourism Association has hosted the second round of Caribbean Super charge service training powered by the Caribbean Hotel Tourism Association's Education Foundation and trained hundreds of hospitality employees over an eight-week period in a series that focuses on delivering heartfelt guest care. The training series delivered by the esteemed CHTA's Education Foundation has empowered and elevated a cohort of 525 individuals in the industry, resulting in a combined near 1,000 trained since the start of the historical collaboration in late 2022. 
Hosted and facilitated by the TCHTA, the comprehensive training program included front-facing and back-of-house staff. Participants ranged from entry-level employees to management, reflecting a commitment to fostering excellence at every industry level. So the supercharged training program is an sh- uh, offshoot from the Caribbean Tur- Hotel and Tourism Association Educational Foundation which allows persons in the industry to be trained in pretty much every aspect of the industry from food and beverage to um, leadership to customer service straight across the board. This year we had 525 participants which is I mean a feat for um, the Turks and Caicos Hotel and the Tourism Association. We have, um, part of our mandate is to create a training culture within the Turks and Caicos Islands. Um, This is where it starts. Under the expert guidance of the Education Foundation, the training series was comprised of captivating sessions, such as strengthened supervisors, healthy management, and food safety. A special module tailored to sensitizing security personnel in the tourism and customer service spaces was also held all under the umbrella of the Caribbean Supercharged Service Training Series. These modules gave participants invaluable skills to deliver exceptional service experiences, ensuring a lasting impression on visitors and customers. The program's certificate celebration saw a visit from the Education Foundation trustee, Mr. Ernest Dwight, who commended the teams on their willingness to play their part in delighting customers and owners through knowledgeable supercharged service. The TCHTA expresses its gratitude to members for their dedication to the sustainability and growth of the industry through people development. Our destination is only as great as its people. And members of staff of Grace Bay Car Rentals are being good community stewards by a recent donation of a quarter of a million dollars to the Salvation Army Brighter Future Center to assist with their work in the TCI community, providing a safe haven and extracurricular activities for the youth. I got together and decided that uh, we would want to make a large donation on behalf of all of us. Uh, to make sure that the Brighter Futures Center continues to uh, succeed and offer youth development programs. Uh, Our staff has always volunteered a lot in the community, especially with the youth. So they thought this would be the perfect place to put uh, a large donation. So Grace Bay Carntals is donating $250,000 to the Brighter Futures Center. Um, And we're just super excited. The Salvation Army Brighter Future Center is a community building that was recently opened in Providenciales. It plays home to a number of extracurricular programs for the youth and also acts as a communal center for events, weddings, camps, and more. Congratulations, Grace Bay Car Rentals, on being good community stewards. Telecommunications giant Digicel Turks and Caicos celebrated 17 years in the country with a parade of nations and cultural activities at its headquarters along the Highway on Friday, July 7th. The day's activities included a live band, a parade of nations of different nationalities, various cultural foods for the public, and fun for the children. According to our partners at Newsline TCI, the CEO of Digicel TCI, Addison Stoddard, stated, quote, It's our pleasure to celebrate not only with our team and staff, but to celebrate with our customers, end quote. He pointed out that Digicel has grown leaps and bounds over the near 20 years that it has hammered its stakes in the TCI 
PCI telecommunications market, boasting that over the period the regional telecommunications provider has seen its network grow from a two-generation provider to now long-term evolution delivery, which also caters to Internet. Now the telecommunications company is also venturing into smart home security, which is, of course, a critical junction at this time. For its 17th anniversary of operating in the TCI, Digicel offered a great deal of goodies, including a Graceway supermarket shopping spree. To be eligible for the shopping spree, customers must have activated a 30-day Prime Ultra bundle, which was valued at $46. That was a look at local news. Regional is up next. The number of women in government in St. Vincent and the Grenadines has increased as Bonarva Brown was sworn in yesterday, Wednesday, July 12th, as the new Minister of Urban Development, Energy, Seaports Development, Seaports Administration, Grenadines Affairs and Local Government. The swearing-in ceremony took place at Government House yesterday morning. Brown, who is 33 years old, received her instruments of appointment, replaces former Senator and Minister Julian Francis, who demitted office voluntarily on Tuesday. Minister Brown, in her first remarks, said that she's humbled by the appointment, grateful for the trust bestowed, and is mindful of the task before her. She looks forward to adding value to improving St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Cabinet has authorized that Francis be appointed a special advisor to the government. The Prime Minister said that Bonarva Brown is highly trained in the area of urban planning, urban development and spatial planning. She holds a bachelor's degree and a master's degree in those disciplines from the University of the West of England. Brown has also been engaged in doing consultancy work in the field of urban planning. Governor-General Susan Dugan noted that young people are coming to the forefront, in particular young women, and giving service in areas that traditionally used to be male-dominated. And a team of doctors from the Caribbean Heart Institute in Guyana was able to save a man's life by using cow tissue to reconstruct his heart. According to a Loop News article, the life-saving surgery, which was a first of its kind, was completed on June 22nd by a team led by the Caribbean Heart Institute's CEO and Guyanese-born heart surgeon Dr. Gary Stevens. The surgery, which was conducted on 24-year-old Dexter George, saw doctors completely remove a cardiac tumor partially remove his right atrium, and utilize bovine pericardium, a tissue derived from a cow's heart, to reconstruct his damaged right atrium. George had been battling this severe illness for over nine months. The Caribbean Heart Institute said that he was first diagnosed after a small lesion in the right atrium, initially believed to be a blood clot, rapidly grew into a massive tumor. With few options for treatment, doctors recommended the innovative surgery, which has a less than 1% chance of success. The procedure challenged the conventional understanding of the heart's resilience, illustrating that substantial portions of the heart can be removed with positive outcomes. George is on his way to making a full recovery. 
The institute, which is located within the Georgetown Public Hospital, said it would continue to utilize new technology and procedures to be at the forefront of cardiovascular care and research. And over in Trinidad and Tobago, government has reported its first case of the MPOX virus, previously known as monkeypox. The patient, a middle-aged man with a history of international travel, tested positive for the virus after being tested on Tuesday. The sample was sent to the Caribbean Public Health Agency, or CARFA, for further analysis. In response to the confirmed case, the Medical Officer of Health has initiated a public health response which includes contact tracing. The Ministry of Health has urged the public to remain vigilant in order to prevent the spread of the virus. The MPOX virus continues to circulate globally, as reported by the World Health Organization. As of July 4th, there have been 88,144 cases across 112 countries, resulting in 149 deaths. The virus can cause a range of illnesses from mild to severe and is primarily transmitted through close contact or respiratory droplets. Common signs and symptoms of MPOX include a skin rash or mucosal lesions lasting two to four weeks, accompanied by fever, headache, muscle aches, back pain, low energy, and swollen lymph nodes. Health authorities have advised individuals experiencing these symptoms to seek immediate medical attention at their nearest health facility. They have also emphasized the importance of practicing good hygiene, such as regular hand washing and sanitization, to prevent further spread of the virus. That was a look around the region. World News is up next. Black Lives Matter movement hits a milestone, marking 10 years since its 2013 founding in response to the acquittal of the man who fatally shot 17-year-old Trayvon Martin. Gunned down in a Florida-gated community where his father lived in 2012, Martin was one of the earliest symbols of a movement that now wields influence in politics, law enforcement, and broader conversations about racial progress inside and outside of the United States. Black Lives Matter activists and organizations plan to mark a decade of the movement with in-person and virtual events. Calls to action include a renewed push to defund police departments and reinvest in black communities that have suffered disproportionately from police brutality, unequal treatment in criminal justice systems, and mass incarceration. In Los Angeles on Saturday, the Black Lives Matter Turns 10 People's Justice Festival will be held in Leemart Park, a historic neighborhood and cultural hub for black Los Angelinos. The festival is designed to feel like a village and will include a pop-up garden dedicated to families of people killed by police and white supremacist violence. Festival organizers have invited Sabrina Fulton, Martin's mother, to speak. Scholar and activist Dr. Cornell West, who's running for U.S. president as a third-party candidate in 2024, has also been invited to give the festival's keynote address. Now, the head of the progressive Thai political party that outpaced its rivals to a surprise first-place finish in May's general election failed in his bid 
to have Parliament name him the country's new Prime Minister. The vote of a joint session of the 500-seat House of Representatives and 250-seat Senate saw Pita Limjaronet win 324 votes in the first round of balloting, short of the majority of 376 needed to become Prime Minister. His Move Forward Party finished first in the May 14th election and afterward assembled an eight-party coalition that together had won 312 seats, a healthy majority in the lower house. But the strong opposition in the Senate, whose members are overwhelmingly conservative and generally opposed to the reformist platform of PETA's party, seemingly doomed his chances in the first vote. Only 13 senators supported PETA's bid, while 34 voted against him and 159 abstained. The inconclusive finish to this voting sets the stage for another ballot, which is expected next week. Whether PETA will make a second effort or step aside to let a nominee from another party in his coalition try their luck was not immediately known. That was a look around the world. Sports is up next. Jamaica settled for a third-place finish at the 35th Caribbean Amateur Junior Golf Championship held at the North Sound Golf Course in the Cayman Islands last weekend. The Jamaicans ended with 116 points after three rounds of competition, while Puerto Rico claimed the Hank James Trophy with 161 points. The Dominican Republic secured second place with 131 points, and hosts Cayman rounded out the top four with 101 points. Captain Emily Main and Rocco Lopez achieved the best results among the 12-member Jamaican team. Main, unable to defend the girls' 18-and-under title, finished second. Lopez, the only Jamaican to score under par, took third place in the boys' 18-and-under category. And keeping with golf, the final event of the 2023 LIV golf season has been switched from Saudi Arabia to Trump National Doral in Florida. Originally slated to be staged at Jeddah's Royal Greens Golf and Country Club between November 3rd and 5th, the season-ending team championship, which offers a $50 million prize purse, will now tee off at former U.S. President Donald Trump's Miami course on October 20th through 22nd. LIV Golf Jetta will now stage the 13th and final tournament of the Saudi Back Tours regular season between October 13th and 15th to determine its individual champion. And over to local sports, Beaches Pirates are the champions of the TCI Red Cross Red Hot Challenge sporting event, which took place at the National Stadium last Saturday, July 8th. Beaches Pirates completed with 162 points to crown themselves the champions. Amanyara Resort came in second place with 120 points, and Team National Security edged the Beaches Marlins by a single point, 98-97, to round off the top three. The various teams competed in numerous fun events such as the 100-meter, 200-meter, and 400-meter events, planking, tug-of-war, 
egg tossing, football toss, arm wrestling, corn in the hole toss, hula hoop, three-legged race, and egg and spoon races. Even though it was meant to be a fun event, the competition was intense. The track and field event saw some excellent times being posted, with one athlete from Beaches Pirates winning his 100-meter race in under 12 seconds. The teams were also blessed to have some of the TCI's top athletes competing in their races to help them with their scoring. Courtney Mizick, Angelo Garland, and Ifani Otonye. The Sands ended in 5th place with 69 points. Its sister properties, the Shore Club and the Palms, came in 6th and 7th position with 63 and 59 points respectively. Property Pirates ended in 8th position. The Source in 9th. Waterloo Warriors was 10th. Clement Owl Eagles 11th. And Marlins and NC Marvels tying for 12th place. All in all, it was a friendly competition filled with camaraderie and team building. That was a look at sports. The weather forecast is up next. Well, there are no active cyclones in the Atlantic Ocean at this time. However, the National Weather Service said that a tornado touched down near Chicago O'Hare's International Airport on Wednesday following warnings of severe weather for the city. A confirmed tornado was on the ground at 7 p.m. Videos from TV stations showed hundreds of people taking shelter in the airport concourse. Some 166 flights were canceled and nearly 500 were delayed, according to the flight tracking service FlightAware. The National Weather Service issued two tornado warnings for portions of the city on Wednesday evening. Tornado sirens sounded at least twice across Chicago, warning people to take cover and ringing through the city's buildings. Over to local weather conditions, extreme heat has plagued the Caribbean and the United States. Highs have reached well over 100 degrees in the last few days, and that comes with the humidity index being at 84%. Scattered showers and thunderstorms are expected today. Highs of 86 degrees and lows of 82. Winds are coming from the east-southeast at 10 to 15 miles per hour. That was a look at today's weather forecast. Recapping the news for today, TCI records second road fatality. TCHTA trains over 500 hospitality workers. New minister appointed in St. Vincent and the Grenadines is 33 years old. Black Lives Matter movement marks 10 years. A look at sports Red Cross Red Hot Challenge, a success. Thank you all so much for tuning in. It's been a pleasure. If you missed today's presentation, you can always visit our website at www.rtc89fm.com or download the RTC app in the Google Play Store. Enjoy your evening. I am Soya Fassler. Join us again tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. for another edition of The Nation's Report.